guys, and welcome back to the Mutual Friends Podcast. I hope you're doing well. Super glad that you're here. Um, we're going, if you're watching on YouTube, we're going great cozy vibes today. Um, sweatshirt, I had to do the blanket. Like, I really, I put on makeup. I was like, okay, we're gonna, like, do the thing. But I, I need the cozy vibes so bad. First of all, I don't know if it's, I literally haven't gone outside yet. I don't know what the temperature is outside, but my house is freezing. Second of all... And I'm hoping you can't hear it in my voice too bad. I I got back from New York. We're doing a bit bit of a quick turnaround with the filming um, or with the podcast. And I, I, I got back and while I was in New York, we were doing my company on site. So we were like obviously doing things all day. And then we had party, like a party. We had dinners and cocktails and like every night was something. I was going to bed at like 1.30, between 1.30 and 3 and then waking up at 7. I went to bed at 2 p.m. yesterday and woke up at 8 a.m. this morning. Um, I had like an hour maybe between like 10 and 11, I think, that I woke up and like Joseph was still downstairs. I don't know. I was a zombie. I needed that so bad. But because of that, we're, we're doing, we're having a little cozy moment. So uh, if you're listening, I'm hoping that you're able to have your cozy moment. Um, today's going to be a really good episode. So we are going to be doing, uh, this isn't like information that I've been gathering for weeks. We're going to be doing an episode on hills that I would die on. I think that this is going to be really not only entertaining and enlightening, uh, but encourage you to have hills that you were die you would die on. I was talking to Joseph about what his would be, and he was like, "I don't really feel like I feel like that that strongly about something." And I was like, oh, you should. It is so fun. It is so fun to have really strong, dramatic opinions for almost no reason at all. So we're going to dive in to that after, of course, the group chat. So we've got things to say. We've got some stories, some of which I'm very intrigued by. Yeah. So without further ado, let's get into the group chat. First story. This is the one that kind of like really got me. So Jada Pinkett Smith's, uh, ki well here, this is a headline that goes into something. So Jada Pinkett Smith's kids, Willow and Jaden are relieved that the truth about their sham, about her sham marriage to their dad, Will is finally out after years of being forced to lie to protect their parents' secret. So evidently Jada and Will Smith have not been together and have been living totally separate lives since 2016 which I'm deeply confused by. And not only that, I'm trying to think, I don't know where she actually, like where Jada actually released this is if this was on the view, I'm not sure. But um, the article says this is from the Daily Mail. While she continues to drop bombshell revelations ahead of the release of her upcoming memoir, including admitting her shock at Will referring to her as his wife during his infamous Oscar slap last year. Uh, children Jade and 25 and Willow 22 are hoping this is a chance for their family to finally heal. So when Will Smith did that slap at the Oscars last year, that like, what it was, it was called like the slap heard around the world. They weren't even married. And I'm cackling when she's like, it, uh, she was, um, her shock at Will referring to her as his wife. First of all, if you were keeping this secret together, I feel like that shouldn't have been a shock. And... Also, I'm not condoning violence by any means at all, but homeboy slapped a man on television for you, got canceled, and now you're like, I wasn't even his wife. I'm just, it's so funny. It's not funny. It is funny, though. Yeah, so apparently 
They've been um, separated. What a weird, what a weird time for this to come out. I also feel like this is not. It's it's really getting buried by a lot of other news. This is shocking to me. And also, what does that mean? What does that mean you've been separated? I just need to learn more. I'm sure that's the whole purpose so that people will read her memoir and, and hear more. I really don't want to see Will Smith in a bad light. I don't. Mm -mm. That's like seeing like Will Ferrell in a bad light. It's just certain people. I'm like, no, just don't. Mm -mm. Don't. You know, we already had the slap thing. Like, let's just, I don't want you to become like a public enemy. And so I'm hoping that this memoir does not, like, you know, I don't know, uncover that Will Smith is actually a horrible person. That would be deeply sad. Um, yeah, and then I guess Jaden Willow and just over here, like, watching this happen. Interesting. I don't know. Did anyone else know this? This is really shocking to me. And I, do, I still don't understand how more people aren't talking about this. Anyways, okay. Next, of course, we would, you know, we can't skip out that the Eras Tour movie released last week. Um, it released early uh, due to unprecedented demand. I have yet to understand how anybody is saying the word unprecedented or the words unprecedented demand in terms of Taylor Swift. This is not unprecedented demand. This is just the Taylor Swift effect. We know that it's going to be insane. How are we not prepared for that by now? Anyway, so it ended up releasing early. Um, so Swift announced via socials on October 11th that it would actually be releasing Thursday, October 12th, which kind of is like, that's kind of stinks because like her whole like 13 being her, her number thing. And it was October the 13th. It was really planned out very well, but also caring for the fans, making sure that everybody has seats. It totally makes sense. Um, and Taylor also arrived. She made a dramatic entrance. Uh, this is from uh, page six, uh, dramatic entrance at the Grove in Los Angeles Wednesday night for the world premiere of her concert film dressed in a blue strapless gown by Oscar de la Renta. That was fit for a pop princess. She looked so cute. She had a faux bob as a nod to her 1989 era haircut. It was just gorgeous. She looked gorgeous. And the movie experience looks insane. I saw, oh my God, it was so cute. I saw this TikTok video and it was people in a theater and they were singing, oh, Willow. They were singing Willow. Oh, I'm getting so much better as a Swift fan, like knowing the song's names. Um, and it was like, they were in circles, like everybody was holding hands. There was an inner circle and there was probably like three circles, whatever. And they were just like skipping in circles, singing all together. It looked like, I mean, at least 50 people, like just creating. It was so cute. It said something about like, well, something about them accepting that they're a cult, um, 100%. If I were Taylor watching these videos of these people, like, singing together, holding hands, skipping around like a fairy princess, um, I would be bawling my eyes out. This makes me want to bawl my eyes out. The, the community thing, it's just, it's so cute. I'm going to be seeing the, um, the Ayers Tour movie at some point, not really sure when, but at some point, um, I probably have to wait until, uh, Sarah Walsh, who, you guys know, because she's been a guest on here before, comes and visits me because I think that if I were to see it without her, um, you would no longer have a podcast host. Anyway, next story. So Noah Cyrus and, and Miley are evidently having like some family feud um, in really, I think it's like stemming off of the divorce of Billy Ray and then their mom, who I cannot remember her name. But yeah, okay, so it was really weird. Um, so Noah Cyrus blasts her sister, Miley Cyrus, in the comment section of a podcast interview that has resurfaced on TikTok. So 
I don't know when this podcast interview happened. This is this is all from page six. But Miley did a podcast interview with, um, oh, what's his name? Joe Rogan. With Joe Rogan. And she was talking about uh, one of Noah's, like, songs or something. And was essentially like, yeah, like, the whole EP, she's very depressed. Um, she uh, talks about, like, in in the song, I guess, it says, like, my sister is... Uh, the sunshine shines on my sister and it follows her around or something along those, something along those lines. And then she's like, I'm a dark rain cloud. I, I watched the clip. It doesn't seem like Miley's like bashing her sister or calling her like a depressed person. It's more of like funny, like, oh, this is a very like emo moody song. And, but then Noah on the, on, on it comments, like, this is so disrespectful. And I'm like, Mm, what like I didn't I when I watch it I don't see that as something that's that's disrespectful but if there is like family drama happening and like they're already going through something then yeah I don't know I find it fascinating when I don't know why I find it fascinating that comments from celebrities like when celebrities interact with other people's social media and it makes national news obviously that is a communication interaction so it's a very valid like thing to pay attention to. Um, but also it's an Instagram comment. I find it funny that that still hold, that holds so much weight that it is actually in national news. But again, like that's essentially, you know, an Instagram comment is no different from somebody overhearing. Like if Noah had said to Miley, like that is so disrespectful. It's literally just a means of communication. I just find it hysterical. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on with the Cyrus fam. I really don't. Um, but Miley looks like she's doing just fine. Like I was watching a video of her performing and she just really, I think it's almost understated how talented Miley Cyrus is. Her voice is so unique. And as a performer, she is so good. Like so good. I didn't actually love the song Flowers very much. I found it more kitschy than anything. Like it's, nice to sing and it's nice to hear when I'm like pushing a cart in Target but it didn't it it didn't like hit a certain way I would love to hear Miley come out with a more of like a country rock album going back to her roots really exercising like her grainy voice um I feel like as I say that my voice is giving sticky shoes a little bit um but yeah I don't know I don't know what's going on with that but those were the top three stories. Um, you know, not nothing crazy. I think the, the Will Smith thing is what really throws me off, but nothing too, too exciting going around. I feel like things are getting very, um, mellow. People are settling in. The fact that we're almost at Halloween is kind of terrifying to me. We still haven't put up our Halloween decorations and I'm really scared that we're not going to get to because of how much traveling we're going to be doing like October, November, December. Like everybody knows three, these three months for everybody is insane. And I'm like, Oh God, like I'm, I'm excited, but also slightly terrified because it always is so, so busy during this time of year, taking several trips. I'll be, um, in Georgia next week, um, potentially going on my first brand trip, which would be very cool. I don't think it's going to happen there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen, but that would put me in New York this week, next week. And then I'm, uh, booked for New York the week after. So that's literally three weeks in a row flying to New York. 
Um, I'm tired, guys. I'm tired. But anyways, let's go into hills I would die on. And here's the thing. As we go into this, the fun thing about having hills that you would die on is that you can take a very dramatic take. And the whole fun of it is that it is dramatic. Um, I think that it is healthy to exercise like, um, this is where we can say unprecedented, uh, or I guess like un, not unjustified, but, oh, I'm, I'm having a word. What is, what's the word that I'm wanting to use? I'm having a word fart, which is atrocious on a podcast because it's, it's that time when people are yelling at the, like whatever you're listening to and you know, the word, um, unparalleled. It's like, it doesn't match the, you're probably yelling the word. I'm, it doesn't match the like energy warranted. Like there is a miss anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, it, I, this is so annoying. We have to keep keep going, but this, it's fun to have just a very dramatic reaction to something that really shouldn't be dramatic. And so I'm going to give you these, uh, we have one, two, six, six hills that I would die on that for mainly fun, the sake of fun, if you were to come at me and ask me about these, I can go into to a full dissertation on them. And I encourage you to find what these are for yourself. First one, people should kiss more. Hear me out. Um, specifically, the United States, I think that we should have more PDA. Please hear me out. Like, just hold on. So, you know, like in Europe, like they greet each other, they kiss each other on like either side of the cheek. I feel like kissing in a casual, friendly, for I've talked about this on the podcast before. I feel like kissing in a casual family form, especially like just like kissing on the cheek should be so much more normalized. I also am somebody that I love physical touch. I love like acts of affection. I love kissing my friend's cheeks. Um, like when I say bye to my girlfriends, I love love kissing their cheeks. I love, I think it's just that act of affection is so, I think it's so human. I love human affection. And so I think, I think that Americans should kiss more. Like, I think it should be very normal to like do the like kiss on both sides of your cheeks or kiss one cheek, whatever with like anyone, like guys, girls, it doesn't matter. I think that should be normalized. And I stand by that. And every time I talk about this, people look at me like, I'm sorry, what? I'm like, no, it, you know, like how sweet, like you walk up to your friend and you get to kiss, their, kiss and, mwah, mwah, and you talk about your day and you get to just like be, it's cute. It's cute. I like that it shows your affection for the other person. This is absolutely like, I think showing my side of like, I love humans. I love humans. I love human interaction. I love humans being cute and loving each other um both in like love like ro a romantic way and like in a friend's way I think it's very important for you to show affection to other people I this could go on forever forever anyway next one FedEx should be shut down I'm I hold that people know I've got a shit list I have I had three businesses on my shit list right now. Dairy Queen is off of that because of the snickerdoodle blizzard, of course. My two others are FedEx and IHOP. IHOP, we... Uh, you know what? I'll add that here. As one statement, FedEx and IHOP should be shut down. FedEx, because tell me a time that you've actually gotten a FedEx package on time. FedEx has one job. Like, it's delivery. 
I have never, like if I see something is being shipped through FedEx, I just automatically add like three days to a week to whatever delivery time that they say. It is never on time. Second of all, even besides that, even worse than that, an offense that FedEx has made on their people, FedEx, at least around me, has taken away all of their stores. They no longer have like stores that have people in them that help you ship packages. Now it's like drop-off centers like at a Walgreens and I've used it before. And I'm just like, seriously? Like that you've managed to literally take away your entire storefront. And now what you're expecting loyalty? Absolutely not. Absolutely. You know what? I walk into a UPS. I could be holding whatever I need to ship in my hand and look at them in in wonder and bewilderment, not knowing how to mail anything, because that's usually how these interactions go with me. And they would say, you know what? I got you. UPS always has my back. This also stems from, I have a fear of the mail. Um, me and the mail have never gotten along. Receiving mail, perfect. Totally fine. I'm very good at it. Um, sending mail, it's taken me nine months before to send something. Like, I, the, me and the mail, our relationship goes way back. Um, and we do not have time to um, elaborate on that topic. We don't. Uh, yeah, me and the mail, it's, um, no, no, me and the mail don't get along. UPS is my friend. UPS will never let me down. And so, and for that, oh yes. And let's go into IHOP. IHOP. Me and IHOP have a, some personal beef because in my senior year, senior year? No, no, no. It was my junior year of high school. I took AP chemistry and our class did a, like we went to IHOP for, our AP chemistry class went to IHOP for a study session. And now I obviously didn't choose IHOP for a study session. I went, I don't remember what I got. IHOP's menu is pretty uh, atrocious. It's dumb. I also hate pancakes. So like, I'm like, what, why am I here? But even their lunch menu is so mediocre and it smells like syrup and vomit cleaner in there. I had, I think I had like super something. Yeah, I got food poisoning, like super food poisoning. It's the first time I've ever gotten food poisoning. I woke up the day of my AP chemistry exam and I could not move my head without vomiting. Um, and I missed my AP chemistry exam. And so I had to take the makeup, which based on uh, me chatting with my like whatever peers, what are they called? Friends, students, other students in class, who cares? They, it was apparently harder. So that is a personal offense that IHOP have, has, has done to me. And their whole like, IHOP thing, whatever that era was, who can get behind them? They don't even know who they are. No, absolutely not. Next, uh, so a hill I will die on. Um, putting your seat back on a flight is not a crime. People who have an issue with putting their seat back on a flight, I'm just like, here's an idea. You put your seat back. Like... I realize it has to be a communal understanding, but what if somebody puts their, here's the thing. If somebody puts their seat back and it's like, you know, it, it's, I'm behind them. You, I then can then put my seat back. It's like a, you know, secondary effect. I can adjust. I also, by letting them put their seat back, I am acknowledging the comfort that I am allowed to have on the plane. They are using like a feature available to them. I'm just like, I don't think that people should get mad at people for putting their seat back on a plane. This it's a, it's a feature that that is meant for comfort and 
it's almost to me, I see it as a reminder of, oh yeah, like I'm able to do this. And if I'm able to accept that they can put their seat back, then I also can have like, you know, I, I, I don't need to be shy about putting my seat back on the plane. Like I can just do that. And we can all agree that it's a fun time. Um, and we're all golden there. I think the plane airport things, that's where if you're like, I'm not sure what hill I would die on. I'm not sure like what I feel so strongly about. Think of going to the airport. Um, because for whatever reason, I think that is a great place where people have very strong opinions on how people should behave. So anchor in that next one, bottled ranch is not good. I don't know who is lying and saying bottled ranch is good. It's not, it's just not as good. Okay. Now I, I do this thing. I learned it from my mom. Like if I go to a restaurant and they have ranch dressing and I want ranch dressing, I always ask if it is house made. I always ask if it is house made, house made, house made ranch is 10 times better than bottled ranch. Bottled ranch, I would, I'd rather pick an, a different type of condiment than do bottled ranch. It's just, it's not, you know what the one thing I use bottled ranch for is? Pasta salad, because I have to use like two bottles to make like a, you know, big thing. Also, pasta salad is so gas. Like I adore pasta salad. I also have a great recipe. Any who's in, bottled ranch is not good. It's just not, I don't know who's like, dipping their stuff in ranch. It's just, it's not the move, particularly buttermilk ranch. Nasty. It's not good. Homemade ranch, house-made ranch, delectable, delightful. It is that, that for sure, I can totally stand behind. Bottled ranch is not good. Next one, this is an airport one. My last one, my last take is I think the most divisive. I would think more divisive than the people should kiss more. Uh, but this is, so second to last one, People who park at the airport should be arrested. Again, I, I did say that, that the airport is a really good place to anchor your, your dramatic opinions in. If you are one of those people, and here's where this comes from. Charleston Airport is a small airport. We have airport security, but they're not, al I mean, we always have the airport security, but not all the time is, are they like out on like where people pick people up and, you know, making sure people move. So when they're not there, People use the front of the airport like a parking lot. Like when I see a car like sitting and a, like especially that person is like out of their car actively waiting for a person, we have a cell phone lot. Keep the traffic moving. Like they, it will literally be the, the full front row of people to get picked up and, and the cars are just sitting there. I'm like, your person isn't here. It's a small circle. This airport is the size of a small town mall. It's not big. Just take the circle again. Because now, myself, as somebody who is good and ready, good and ready to be picked up, and my person sat in the cell phone lot, because, hello, they know what they're supposed to do. Now I have to go past your car into the second row, which is where really traffic should be flowing. People should not have to be stopping there even to get people in their car. It's dumb. It's, it's just, that's, there's certain rules that society goes by that we just, we just need to like listen to. Don't be that person. If you are that person, I am actively right now judging you. No, no. Oh, and it's always like, honestly, I, oh, I've never seen it be a younger person. It is always an older person and not old as in like elderly. It's that middle range. Mm-mm. 
Mm -mm, you're just sitting there on your phone. Absolutely not. Take, take the circle around. It takes three minutes. Do not park at the, like in the front of the airport. Just don't. Could you imagine if like somebody at LAX did that? No, 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 no. And it is my favorite thing when I see when the airport security is outside and they go up to a, to a car and they're like, they can't, you can't. It's my favorite thing. Justice served. Truly. Okay, last one. Last one. I want you to open your hearts, open your minds a little bit to take this one in. Some, the people who agree with this are going to be so yes for this. The people who do not agree with this, I need you to, I need ours, ours, ours. What am I saying? Arms, eyes, and hearts open. And your R's, if you need that open as well. Nickelback is misunderstood. And hitting them for, like, became cool for absolutely no reason. Absolutely. I don't know why Nickelback gets so much flack. Their music is good. Also, if you're going to listen to Daughtry, I would even venture to say if you're going to listen to Coldplay and you're going to have the audacity to shit on Nickelback, no, you're done. You're so done. No. Nickelback, tell me why. The music is good. It is good music. Like, are you, I don't, I, I don't even know what to say to you. When and why did Nickel, be, like hating Nickelback became cool, become cool? I'm losing the ability to speak. When did it become cool? And it's just, I've never seen like people rally around something with so little explanation in my life. Like, when did it... I'm going to look it up. Like, why... Like, when did Nickelback become hated? When did Nickelback become hated? Is there... I don't know. Who's Chad Kroger? Oh, this is all, like, things. Oh, there is a 2023 article. Becoming the most hated band in the music history doesn't happen overnight. This is, I have no idea what this is saying. Okay, this is nice. It gives me, their songs all sound the same and stupid. No, they don't. Literally, no, they don't. What are you talking about? I want you to listen to their albums. It's called having a genre. So freaking dumb. You can only hear bad songs so many times. This is literally an article and you're not even making good takes. Like, I don't understand when people say Nickelback's music isn't good, I just think that they are not even, they haven't, the, they either actually haven't heard the songs or they're just like jumping onto some bandwagon. I'm and same thing when people are like, like talk about Kim Kardashian. I'm like, do you know actually anything about Kim Kardashian? Like the people who hate Kim Kardashian, I'm like, give me your reasons why. Like, give me some solid reasons why. Also, have you ever watched the show? Like, have you ever, like, I think that people just jump on these, I hate it. I hate it. Hills that I would die on. Nickelback's music is good. And whoever's saying it's not is just lying. And you know where liars go? That's what my mom says all the time. Do you know where liars go? Of course, the answer is to hell. Um, but it's my favorite. Anyway, those are the hills that I would die on. I I really, I wanted this to be a guest episode. Um, just was not feeling well. He was supposed to argue with these, argue these out with me because I was hoping that we could really have that discourse. Um, but 
for you listening to this podcast, I want to know which of these like are you like, yeah, that totally makes sense. And which of these do you actively disagree with? Secondly, what are the hills that you would die on? And if you're sitting here, you're like, I don't think I feel that strongly about anything. Yes, you do. It's about giving yourself permission to love or hate something with such like, like such uh oh my gosh, I'm having a vocab issue today, guys. I think it's the 16 million hours of sleep. Veracity? maybe we'll use it hating or loving something with such veracity i don't think that's a word oh my god I, i've got it we've got to shut this down we've got to shut this down guys i hope that you're doing better in the brain region than i am right now yeah i love you guys so much have a wonderful week i feel like we're closing this out like really abruptly um but it's truly because i don't think that i can say something intelligent to you anymore so i'm just gonna leave you with that and i just highly encourage you have a hill that you would die on because it is a fun exercise to figure out what you are so passionate about that you would die on that hill. Anyways, I love you guys so much. Have an absolute fabulous week wherever you are. Um, if you have any episode uh, recommendations or um, requests, rather, please send them in. Uh, we'll have some guests on the next few weeks. It's going to be a very exciting next few weeks. And yeah, I love you guys so very much. And I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.